to fall in love. <laughs> Ooh, all my Dipset historians already know where we was at with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. One of the greatest Dipset songs of all time, man. Shout out to Killer Cam, Jim Jones, and Joel Santana. Santana. Joel's new teeth, Santana. R.I.P. your grippers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wash gods, man. Yeah, yeah, Wash never again. washed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 41, man. You know, the gods is back, man. Giving, you know, more pod for your head top. You know what I'm saying? Now pods I mean. to the gods. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all our gods and goddesses. Shout out to everybody that's been listening thus far, man. I am Draft. Thank you, man. A lot of good feedback lately. I had somebody randomly run up on me in the streets and tell me, it was like, yo, I fuck with the pod. Like, yo, I'm a. Whoever that was, man, please blame the mind, not the heart, man. But I'm 100% sure I've never met you before. But thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. And uh, shout out to my man, Horace. Uh, Horace with Mob ATL. He uh, also told me he was fucking with the pod as well, man. Word. So I feel like we got a lot of the eyes that, yeah, you know I mean, they, I respect. They count, man. Shout yeah. out to my nigga, Ferg, man. Uh, he, yeah, he pulled up on me, let me know he was fucking with the pod. Uh, Been reposting, so shout out to, to my guy, man. Shout out to Stocks and Bonds, too, man. Shout out to Bonds, man. Um, yeah, we back once again, man. Episode 41. Uh, we're washed, never washed up. Yep. Uh, let's get into these countries, shout man. Shout out Glenn Rice, man. Episode 41. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my nigga Glenn Rice. I forgot. He was an op for a long time because he played for the Heat in the 90s, and I was Ooh. a Knicks fan, but he eventually came to the Knicks. Mm. Um, nah, yeah. no, he didn't. He did. Like, nah, first the Hornets. Oh, my bad. Hornets then oh, Hornets then the Lakers. He might have played with the Knicks after that, but I don't know what happened to him after the Lakers and shit, to be honest. But shout out to Glenn Rice, man, in the zone. Yeah, he fucked Sarah Palin apparently. Yeah, yeah. That's all I was gonna say. The little known fact about Glenn Rice is he fucked Sarah Palin yeah. in college. Yeah. He was telling the story when she started to uh get on her bullshit just to, you know, he pulled the rug from underneath her. It's like, man, this bitch like black dick, just like yeah, I mean, all the rest of these politicians. Mm -hmm. I mean he is married to a white girl too. But uh, cause I believe Glenn Rice, Glenn, Glenn Rice Jr. was like a prospect at one point. But uh, yeah, yeah. shout out to Glenn Rice anyway. In the Zone was one of the dope video games. I think they only made it one year, and Glenn Rice was on the cover, man. Mm. The God. What uh, system? I had it on N64. Okay. And by had it, I mean I rented it one time. <laughs> <laughs> it kept it. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Blockbuster, man. R.I.P. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> still on the blockbuster. Uh, yeah, so shout out to these United States, the United Kingdom, Fuck the United States, <laughs> Australia, Iceland, Ireland, Ireland, mm, Germany, <laughs> Old <laughs> Canada, uh, India, Russia, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica. <laughs> I got it right this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finland, Romania, the Netherlands, Sweden, Singapore, Denmark, New Zealand, Ecuador, Slovakia. Yeah. This list is getting long now. Yeah, Belgium. Got, mm. Oh, we got uh, some new countries pop up. Let's shout out to it. Italy. Italy. Hey. hey. <laughs> uh, shout out to, I don't know how to say this place. Can you say this? Qatar. Oh, okay. Shout out to Qatar. Yeah, Qatar. <laughs> All right, so shout out to Qatar, man. Um, man that, on the Moon Three coming soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got so, we at least we got a brown uh, place finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. wait in Africa. Hell yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> SARS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will that get y'all on our side? What the fuck we got to do, man? Here we go. We'll hashtag it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Italy. Shout out to Qatar, man. So uh, welcome to the podcast. Mm. Uh, How was your week? Uh, my week was weak uh, as fuck. Um, it was Seven cool. Seven days. 
<laughs> seven days will make oh uh, so what is that, what's that corny shit that yeah, religious seven people days, always, uh, seven days without prayer make weeks, one make yeah. one week so I, oh. uh, maybe I need to pray or some shit <laughs> it's like oh yeah but um shit the week was the week man you know how that shit is like especially with work I, I'm, I'm going through the whole new commute phase so I'm spending a lot of time commuting back and forth to work and how's a new gig otherwise uh that shit is cool Mm. It's funny because it's basically the job I had when I was 19, except they're paying me twice as much to do it. Like, even less work than I did back then. My uh, mom made it. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just like, man, I was doing this shit when I was 19, bro. I wasted 10 years. I should have mm. just kept doing this shit. Like, somebody would have just paid me when I anyway. went straight to the league. Yeah. I, I rap would go to the league, nigga. Mm. And I rapped like a dumbass. Shout out anyway. to you. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just been cool, man. It's uh, it's just weird. I don't know. I'm still getting used to being in like somewhat like a leadership position and shit. Like mm-hmm. even though I was like that at my old job, but it's just now it's a little bit more, more like motherfuckers looking at me to like solve their problems. And you got littles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's cool though, man. I, I ain't really mad at it. I think it's I, actually I, probably it's thirty the, wings. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> It's probably the best work environment I had in a while, to be honest. Like, yeah. It just, you know. I feel like there are two types of, you feel two ways about management. It's either like, fuck this shit, bro. I'm not responsible for you. You're not children. Or I'd rather be in charge than be at the mercy of somebody who's incompetent. There you go. So Because I used to always be the guy, you know, listening to the bullshit supervisor and manager. Like, what? like, nigga, this nigga's dumb as fuck. Right. And it's just like, I know I'm smarter than everybody that I, I supervise or whatever. I so. always tell motherfuckers, like, if you're the smartest person in the room, the responsibility is on you to be in charge. Like, if every, if anything fuck up, even if nobody else blames you, you're going to blame you because yeah. you saw it. Because if I saw it, it's, you know, and mm. I'm, I'm, I'm really big on, like, calling shit out that's dumb. Like, when somebody's doing some dumb shit. Yeah, so it's same. easy for me to be like, yo, oh. Let's, let's not do it this way Let's do it this way And now they have to listen So that's kind of my job But hey Motherfucker Dumb motherfucker Let's do it Let's this think way. about this But you know Actually too I thought about this week Is uh I look he been Be like I've been enjoying Being humble mm. Like I kind of like Cause it's a new environment I could've came in there Being a douchebag But like my usual self I actually like started like speaking to people and shit like you know actually being cordial yeah being more than cordial even even social even mm-hmm. it was like it was cool to just do something different like you know like you feel like you're at a point where you're not completely sickened by the people you're around yeah yeah it's like I mean they know I know what the fuck I'm doing right so it's like you know like they give you the respect yeah. that somebody who knows what they're doing yeah as long deserves. as we can keep it like that yeah. uh, you know it's no reason for me to you know even bring that energy so that I'm, gonna take, so I'm gonna put the responsibility on me to keep the energy like positive this so. how this how fucked up life is you're impressed with that like the best case scenario is somebody takes notice and highlights you for your work and then gives you the credit you deserve but at best I'm satisfied with being left alone <laughs> yeah just just let me do do what I do man but yeah, but that's cool though. Yeah, it's definitely cool. It's a win because yeah. everything else is that. Everything else is just that. The yeah. opposite of that, rather. And I also thought about this shit on Family Guy. I was like, man, uh, they were talking about some shit about being black in Cleveland. That's probably the really shit Cleveland ever said. He's like, it, it was like a board game, but it was basically about being being black. And he's like, there's like, yo, how do you win? He's like, yo, nobody wins, bro. You just lose a little less every generation. <laughs> was it like, was in the beginning. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. It was in the I beginning mean, of the episode. <laughs> they all playing. Title still rolling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
was like, oh, oh shit. shit, that was that was it right there. And you know, I, I and I lo- I'm losing a little less now. And, I, and I'm, I'm like, you know what? I remember when the L's were bigger, so the L's are a little bit smaller. Let's just mm. let's not complain, man. So you know, I guess the week wasn't that week, man. You know, that was by my complaining gene just kicking in. Like, nah, mm. I ain't really complaining. All right, all right. let me relax. Yeah, 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 let me chill, man. Dial it's, it it's down, cool, bro. I'm eating, I'm smoking. Yeah. We're here potting. I'm so potting. Yep. Everything's uh, everything. Yeah. But yeah. how how was your week? My week was weak as well. <laughs> <laughs> I took a lot of L's. <laughs> a lot of L's. But I ain't trip about it. I Shout think. out to Cool J. Yeah. Man, <laughs> all that mascara you had on. Oh, boy. <laughs> like a painted up like a bitch on TV. Like, I was nigga. like, bro, what are you? Why does it look like you can't grow facial hair? Yeah. That shit got to be foundation. You don't have pores, my nigga? I love Cool J, though, nigga. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Bick> and Smith. <laughs> That this whole that like, whole streaming shit was an entanglement. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is going on with this nigga face?" Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to the Tyson fight. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, my, my week. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh, it was kind of my week started off cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was looking forward to having days off, and then uh, Thanksgiving hit. I got drunk. Hey. Cussed out family, fell asleep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, regular Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Real life Thanksgiving. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I guess again being humble, you know what I mean. I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong, so I was just just took it on the chin. Like I'm like, man, I think I'm I'm at a point now where reacting is an L, like in mm-hmm. in any to any degree. So. It ain't regardless of whether I was drunk or not. Like reaction is a L, definitely. Um, but that was how I started the beginning of my off days. Like I, I ended up working off most of that. I don't know what you call angst. anxiety. Yeah. yeah, angst is a good word for it. But working off most of my anxiety by just doing shit outside. I went running to Stone Mountain Park. Uh, I linked up with the mob. Shout out Mob ATL, uh-huh. Tara and Horace. We uh, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gonna talk about that one day, man. <laughs> we might have to have a kind. I need fifty percent. Yeah, horse. I need a hundred percent, nigga. That mob shit was it. It was it's us. so much shit. <laughs> Low key sauce. I know I threw around the city, yeah, yeah, man. We, Niggas ain't gonna give me credit, but it's fine. We but can talk about it, man. We, it's, Top it's five. A list. <laughs> yeah. Top five draft influences in Atlanta, man. I swear man. to God, bro. <laughs> niggas try to front. It's a lot of slang. I know I put out here that man. niggas are still doing, but it's cool. It's fine. But anyway. Shout out Josiah, man. He one of the real ones keeping it alive. And yeah, shout out yeah. Dorian. Dorian keeping it alive too, man. Mm, it's all good. Shout out to the young guys. Um, but uh I went riding with them this weekend. 34 fucking miles on Ow. a track bike. <laughs> <laughs> what's dope about what's dope about riding though in a group is I feel like I feed off each other's energy. Yeah, right? that's exactly what it is. Um like the runner's high. Add that with like it's like geese. Adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had, people in cars honking us a lot, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> We're exactly like geese. He's <laughs> got a V formation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's cool to go out there with a group of people you don't know and just have to do something together. Like, y'all got to do something together. Because eventually, the thing we're doing 34 miles is eventually you get out to a point where it's like, yeah, you can't turn around. It's a, we spent like 30 minutes just sitting on the side uh, pumping uh, somebody's tire because they had like two flats. 
putting the chain back on because so he got gear. Like that too, though. Like, so somebody shit fuck up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, he, got, it's, he get back yeah, home. Yeah, 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 we always and we we do head counts, all that type of shit. That's love. And it's uh, I feel like uh, humans require a certain type of community. Like you figure out who you are at a certain age, and you identify with certain things. So you just you kind of gravitate, and it doesn't have to feel like work. I sort of feel like I'm a lone wolf, but I guess we're doing this. It's not. But I don't think I'm not tied. It's, in this. You're never you're never doing it to the extent where if you look if you look hard enough at your lifestyle and your patterns, you're gonna identify something. You no, do. definitely. Like I, it's funny because I always say that, and you know, dealing with somebody else, seeing your, you know, seeing your lifestyle as you mm-hmm. live it, you know. It's like, man, you go out all the time. I'm like, do I? They're like, I'm always, you always that's doing you, something. That's, that's me and you. Yeah. That's me and you's conversation. Because everybody else is like, this nigga Sean don't never be out. And it's like, yo. I'm like, this nigga Sean be out all the fucking time. I don't know what this nigga be on. <laughs> this nigga just. <laughs> I know, this nigga Rolling Stone, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he lays hat. <laughs> nah, I, I, it's just, I guess it's in comparison. You know what I mean? Because I'll be looking like, yo, I never step Perspective. Out. But everything, yeah, yeah, everything is perspective. Because I had somebody tell me like, yo, you're always doing something. I'm like. Me? Because Taji will probably tell you you a social butterfly. Yeah, I've been told that a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, am me? How fucking dare you? But it's cool, man. Anyway, uh, yeah. Again, shout out to the mob. Uh, really dope ride. Uh, the following day, I went to go link up with Vince. And uh, I caught a flat. <laughs> it was a lot of fuck shit. Just a lot of fuck shit that day. I remember talking. Vince knows. Yeah, I remember talking to Vince. And, uh. As soon as he gets out the car, I'm parked over there by Versus. Shout out Leon John. I was pulled up for a, a pop up they had. I wish I remember the dude's name. Uh, they had some dope shit. It was a, a, I guess a reconstructed Atlanta hat where it had neon green. On the low, it looked kind of like the same colorway city in the woods. Um, but uh, it's an easy flip, man. Uh, but I, I like the I like the actual pop up itself, man. They had a lot of cats in there. Um, it had a good turnout. Shout out um, to them. Niggas. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the rambles. <laughs> but Vince walks out, he's like, damn, bro, this how this how most of your days go? And I'm just shrugging my shoulders like, yeah, man. And, but that was another humbling moment because I really wasn't tripping. Like, it was just kind of like, all right, this is another thing. Like, I can I can solve it. Let me just start thinking of solutions now. Um, I definitely, as, older, as I get older, when I have those problems, it's like, man, fuck. And you just want to scream. It's like, you know what? Let me not waste this energy. Yeah, Let me just start me getting start... towards the solution. Because yeah, either way, fast. we got to get towards this motherfucker anyway. And me I, being mad is just wasting fucking time. I forget who said it, but it was like uh, this philosophical quote from some smart motherfucker. Where he's like... Uh, <laughs> Shout out to him. <laughs> Shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, um, it's like, yeah, most people want to be the star of their movie. And that's fine, man. But the the most beneficial way for you to live your life is for you to view it as a comedy instead of like uh like yeah uh, like i was saying the other episode like because anything else is just a is a tragedy anything else is a tragedy so the the shit that happens to you is hilarious to everybody else Mm -hmm. you overreacting to it even if they don't know it like self-talk we talk about self-talk on another podcast but the types of way the types of ways you process situations even when they happen to you says a lot about how you move it determines the way you think about these things so i was just trying not to overreact man uh my pops pulled up he had a jack and it was like one of those a dad jack where it's like his lead like the least amount of effort like it's the mini power jack 
Oh yeah, you was in you good money. And it was it was one of those things where I was like, yo, I, like I said, I had problems, but I was like, yo, I'm not gonna overreact. That's how I know we got it. two different dads and shit. When yeah. you said dad, Jack, I was like, nigga, that shit probably like some goddamn <laughs> <Sticks>. <laughs> <laughs> That shit made of wood, nigga. That shit, that shit powered by. Struggle, nigga. <laughs> you gotta cry into it, nigga, to get it to lift the car up. <laughs> like, nigga, and scream. You, you gotta scream at it and cry. <laughs> Have my childhood, nigga. This shit was rough, nigga. My dad pulled up with me. I don't know what the fuck this nigga may pull out, nigga. Man, your dad got a truck, bro. He nah, had nah, shit with nah, it. He, he know he fixed cars? Nah, he got hella bad. That's so too, crazy, bro. Nah, nah. Like, I'm like, talking about my childhood dad. This nigga on nah. his dad. No, 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 no. What's not, crazy? Not my current dad. I'm talking about the dad I grew up with, nigga. This nigga ain't hey, shit, bro. nigga good now. <laughs> hey, yo, shout out Mr. Hayes, bro. This nigga shit. This, hey, look, man. I remember being stalled out in that cutlass and you pulling up on us, bro. I remember, bro. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> we got home, bro. I got to the house. <laughs> nah, man. Shout out to Pops, man. <laughs> I'm but, talking about my childhood, man. I'm saying, I ain't talking about my current dad. Yeah, that nigga's good. Man. <laughs> this nigga Eminem draft, nigga. <laughs> but my old dad? <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. I ended up having enough bread to get the tire replaced and shit. I was like, all right, man, shit's cool. I link up with Vince after that, got sushi, ended up going back to the house and uh, setting up to watch this fight, man. So at the end of the day, I feel like the week was tumultuous. Uh, Vince kind of drove that point home because like, shit do be happening. And I always tell people like, all right, I don't really fuck with niggas like that because I know how my life go. Like, I... I Shit comes with me. <laughs> I mean, I think shit comes with life. Like, as they say, man, life isn't about the things that happen to you, but how you react to them. Like, I think that just is what it is. Like That's what I've been trying to like learn as the older I get. Because I'm like, man, I can't be sitting here all the time like, whoa, it's me. Yeah, shit is fucked up. So fucking what? All right, what are we going to do, do about you feel it? Like, do you feel like the people, the way you react to certain situations determines the type of people you're around moving forward? Like... Yeah, definitely. Like, and it's funny because I think about that shit a lot of times because, like... Because you got to be resilient, man. You got to be resilient because I know people, I am. People identify certain things about your character based on how you respond to situations. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm used to shit be going left, so it's fine when shit go left. It's not fine, but it's fine. But it's fine. Like, it's not right, yeah. but it's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Whitney Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but real shit. Like, you just... You know, struggle is all relative, too. Like, that's one thing I think I probably in my, you know, 30s that I my biggest lesson is like, you know, my, your, your tire being flat is somebody's like Bentley being scratched. You know what I mean? It's the same feeling, just different levels. Or power being and, off. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or you go lower. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's just all, all the, and it's all the same feeling to the person that's dealing with it. Because you'd be like, man, nigga, you just crafted Bentley. Who gives a fuck? Be like, motherfucker, I worked, my, my, whole, Bentley. I worked my whole fucking life for this Bentley or some shit. Or I just love this car, yeah. or whatever the case is. Or, you know, I have a weird attachment to this shit or whatever the case is. But and I can feel like that. It don't change the, the feeling that person feels. Yeah, I can feel like that. But the outward expression of that says a lot about me and how I feel about it and yeah. how I feel about my problems in the scope of life in general. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I think perspective, a good perspective is very rare. So, you know. I don't expect everybody that to That shit hurt, like too, a, bro. You know how you hit some shit and you hear it, like, go flat? Shout nah, out to Glenwood Ave, yeah. bro. That pothole-ridden yeah. fucking street. That shit's been like that for so long, bro. It's crazy. It was, it, it's, they need to fix that shit. 
I want them to fix it, but I know it's going to take them just as long to fix that, if not longer than it did for them to take Candler when it turns into flat shows. So yeah, they had to do that whole shit for where they just put plates on it, bro, and 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 call it a day, please. They said somebody was drawing dicks around them. To make them oh like, yeah, yeah, uh, it was yeah, somebody drawing them, dicks around yeah. uh, potholes in the city. Yeah, to make them like come address it, cause that's the only way. Mm, that's fire. Yeah, shout out to you, man. <laughs> you a real hero. Um, I was young, I just, I just drew dicks. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Seth Rogen. Yeah. Uh, there was a Seth Rogen. Uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jonah Hill, man. I think Seth Rogen wrote that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to just jump into this fight, man? Oh no, no, no. Nah. the Young Thug shit. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Young Thug, mm-hmm. man. You know, you don't know. I'm, I'm a huge Young Thug fan, fan. So, uh, I, I listen to a lot, of, lot of Thugger. <laughs> Favorite Thug uh, album? Oh, you know, Barter Six, man. Uh-huh. To me, Barter Six is a classic. I say Barter Six as well. I think it has maybe one skip. On that album, that to me that is really. And it's not me trying to do a hot take. I, honestly, I really like fun too. Like I listen to so fun, much fun a lot. It's cool. It's cool. But to me, Barter Six is like that's that's Thug when he's yeah. on his shit, boy. Him. When if I'm him gonna and, recommend a Thug album to anybody. It's gonna be Barter Six most like, likely. Him and London had like a beautiful chemistry when they was going hard. To me, like I don't think. I mean, I like Thug on Metro, but I like I like Thug with London. To me, that's where he's at his peak. But um. Shout out to London on track. Shout out to uh, Young Thug. But um, anyway, um, apparently Young Thug, um, it was a clip from T.I.'s podcast, Expeditiously. Um, <laughs> apparently it was uh, Benny the Butcher. Uh, Benny the Butcher was the guest, and uh, Young Thug just happened to pop up. He asked him about Young Thug, and Young Thug just walked out. And um, they ended up asking him about, somehow they got into the conversation about Andre. And um, Young Doug happened to say that he doesn't pay attention to Andre 3000. And the internet reacted. <laughs> you know, me personally, when I saw that shit, I was like, as somebody that makes music, I've been around artists that I maybe even thought was dope. But then I got around them and, like, their energy was off. And I was like, man, kind of fuck this nigga, man. Like, yeah. I really don't give a fuck how good this nigga rap, man. This nigga low-key a lame or whatever the case is. I don't know Andre. I can't call him a lame. But I can't say that their inter- interaction was like 100% like on some real shit. You know yeah, what I mean? His response to the whole Elton John comparison made sense when yeah. he's like, it sounded like it came from a real conversation. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, it sounded like some shit really happened. Like, and, and you think about a nigga like Young Thug who got the type of energy that young thug got yeah. how's he gonna explain that how's he gonna explain it so you can't i think a lot of times the fact that social media gets the first opportunity to have opinions on shit everything's immediately sensationalized there's no context they take all the clips that are gonna get the most hits just because it's numbers driven oh yeah also shout out to the chatty house i was in a in a room on the chatty house and um one of the cats that actually was a creative director for uh, Young Thugs, all his shit since like he's been started, like he did the whole rollout for so much fun. And they, we asked, you know, he hopped in the room. We were talking about the Andre shit, and he was like, "Yo, listen, Young Thug is a nigga who is never gonna ask a nigga for to do a song." He's like, "Nigga, you you could be you could be a random nigga in the studio with Thug, and, and you be he be might be playing a song. He's like, shit, nigga, and he got a verse. He's like, nigga, just hop on it, or like you playing a song. He think it's hard. He'll just hop on the shit. Like, 
he definitely like an open nigga like that. But he's not a nigga who's gonna be like, I want to work with so and so. Like he'll make sounds, music. Like if anybody listens to Young Thug or pay attention to this, the way this nigga moves, that doesn't sound ridiculous. That sounds like you can look at the pattern of the songs he makes. Like he'll do a run with a certain artist. Yeah, because they probably producer. was cool. Like that's probably how the young, the fucking, uh, I mean Chris Brown. That's probably happened. how the whole rich, rich homie Quan. Yeah. In, uh, he young was saying this nigga came. got a whole album with uh, what's the cat from Philly? Every day I'm lit. Uzi. Every day I'm lit, man. PMB Rock, man. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> bro, I'm lost, bro. <laughs> yeah, I can only keep one of them niggas in my head at a time. But uh, apparently, this thing got a whole album with PMB Rock. He got a whole album with like the Migos Thug and shit that was supposed to come out. That shit was already done, but obviously, label politics apparently got in a away with that. So like, this nigga just be doing music, you know what I mean? So yeah, he don't seem like a nigga that got a problem he, making music. Yeah, like if he don't, don't make music with a nigga, it's because it just didn't happen organically, and that yeah. kind of makes sense. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, man, I know, that topic got summed up easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Cause ain't really no one shot, no. one kill. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, well, what else should we gonna get into? What's next? Oh yeah, uh, shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Man, you already know the champion rapper of this podcast. Hell uh, yeah, we we we've been uh, flying the flag for, for a, while. a long time, and it long feels time. good to be kind of vindicated. You know, yeah, I we, I remember the day. I, I I was like, you know what? This motherfucker is on to something. Mm. I remember and tried to tell everybody I knew about it, and you know, some of them were a little trepidatious. Shout out to our podcast. And, uh, <laughs> and some of them weren't. But to see this now, it's like, man, yeah. It's, damn, it feels good to see people up on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're our, old Bi- our, our Biden Kamala. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really rooting for y'all, man. Y'all got to get a flag. Get an Alfredo flag. I'm buying it, bro. Yeah. Y'all merch is crazy. Yeah. I, I fuck with everything. I fuck with all the basic shit. The Christmas shit is a little bit extra, but yeah, I understand. I ain't mad at it. Yeah, I'm not mad at it at all. They, they've uh, they've been able to capitalize off every season. Just it's a simple flip. I respect those type of brandings. And I would be, I'd be lying if I say that I don't like Bandana more than uh, Alfredo. Alfredo. But I'm glad just to see somebody like. Freddie Gibbs in that position. It's all it's all a it's all a it's all a journey. I think Bandana in order for Alfredo to, to be happen. nominated, yeah. Bandana had to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz Bandana should have been nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. But I think I th- on the why they're Biden and Kamala is because I feel like it's just it's more palatable for the audience that they're trying to like that they're not trying to, but the audience is listening to them and judging it uh, and critiquing it for the Grammys. Also, it's because Alchemist White. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alchemist might have a bigger base than Mad Lib because he's white, if you want to keep it real. Yeah, like. He has the same base, but he also. But it's broader. Yeah, because, because he's, he's white. white. <laughs> But hey, Alchemist, we love you. We think your shit's fire. Yeah, yeah it's not, not. It's not it's a thing where I'm you not. You can't I'm control not, that. It's yeah. not your fault that you're white. You Macklemore this Grammys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you standing beside a real nigga, so you yeah. ain't Macklemore. Nah, like, nah, 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 you you like uh, LP, but better. Yeah, uh, a lot better. Yeah. Shout out to Run the Jewels. But yeah, man. Um, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, J Electronica too, man. I written testimony. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, 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 don't... I talked about that album probably since this podcast has dropped. I love that album. Same. I would I... love to see Hove and J Electronica on stage. I can't even lie. I would love to see that visual. I would really just love yeah. to see J Electronica say, "I gotta go like, with Gibbs though." I got on the low. If Gibbs beats out J for fuck... a Grammy, greatest yeah. rapper alive on the low. Great, not even on a low, high key, greatest rapper alive. If he gets the Grammy, greatest rapper alive. Me and Puff, alive. we were sitting, sitting in Miami. He said, nigga, fuck the underground. You need, you need to win, to win a Grammy. For your mama, mama and your family. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be kind of prophetic if he uh, pulled that off. Get your own ladder, boy. Let me see you, you climb, climb up. up. <laughs> yeah, man. What? Yeah, I can't front. <laughs> now I'm torn, bro. Yeah, it's I'm like gonna two watch of, the Grammys. Yeah. Nigga, I'm really gonna watch the Grammys now. It's like two of my favorite rappers yeah. are in the three. For the, yeah, yeah, could be talent. Yeah, hope like, but two of them on the same album. So shout out. <laughs> who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Nas, man. Real shit. Grammys is on some little fishy shit with that other nominee, man. And it's not even no salt to him. I think he's a dope rapper. And I ain't really, I don't even want to say dude's name. But um, shout out to him, though, man. I don't know what's going on with that, bro. Like, that's a big conversation that we're going to have to have, like, sometime when we, we all get settled. When we get out of this COVID shit, we got to start looking at this shit they starting to sneak underneath the rug on niggas. Like, whoa, whoa. Did you listen whoa, to whoa, it? Whoa, whoa. I don't give it ain't about listening to it. <laughs> it's just about I haven't. That's why I'm asking. Think about everybody that's in that. I'm category. playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I yeah. feel you, but I'm asking. Everybody that's in the rap category, you got Hove, Nas, Gibbs. These are people that all ten years plus. Hope these are two dudes that are Jay Electronica. Years. Jay Electronica. I think it took ten years to drop an album and it was right. still Grammy nominated. Yeah. And you got a guy that won a, a fucking contest on a reality show. All in the same category, bro. That shit is wild. Shit, like, they spooky, can never bro. be in the same category. Scary hours. Yeah, it is scary hours, man. I'm going uh, to take a piss, smoke a blunt, man. We'll be right back, bitches. Hey. Like, low-key, we was, like, so into it, we forgot to do wash moments. And... It wouldn't be washed guys unless we do wash moments. Yeah. So, um, which is washed in itself. Yeah. Triple entendre. Don't even yeah, ask, ask me how. how. Oh, I'll show you how to do this, son. Coming, Coming soon. soon. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. So, uh, I guess I get into my wash moment. Uh, my wash moment is just really. I, I had a few days. Well, I had a day off, but it was a Saturday, so it felt like a few days uh, <laughs> for me because I, I usually be working on the weekends. And um, I was just thinking about all the people that I used to know. It's not that I don't know them no more, but I only kind of know them. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to whatever them white people. Yeah, Goat yeah. yay Ooh Shout out goat yay yeah, You got I'm... me a lot of bitches on the low I play that on dates and shit Where you hear this from? Oh yeah man I'll just be listening to rap I don't really be listening to rap like that baby Yeah Some chick played that for me It's like this is how I felt about you When you like, were away uh, Shut up Show <laughs> <laughs> <Your> ass up <laughs> Everybody love this song I hate when somebody dedicated a, a cliche ass song to me like, I'm gonna dedicate the Star Spangled Banner <laughs> to Sean. 
You know what? You're a star, bro. <laughs> you a star. <laughs> you like 50 stars, bro. <laughs> in one. A lot of you got a lot of strikes. <laughs> in the hood. Yeah, yeah, but um um dedicate the star spangled banner to me, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, I had a Saturday off, man, and it felt like two days. And uh, <laughs> I was just thinking like, damn, man, like I just never get to kick it with certain people. And it's like, you realize that you got friends and you got yeah. friends' friends. So, like, the friends' people, it's not even not even like I don't love y'all like my other friends. But it's like, you know, like, the way the, the world, our two worlds are set up, like, our two ships would never meet in the night. You know that's what I'm why, saying? That's why having creative endeavors Very, cultivates yeah, friendships. Definitely. I don't have I don't have people I ain't got shit going on with. And right. I, when, like I said, when you get older, you start looking at the patterns in life. You you kind of always fall in in some sort of tribe or in some sort of like rhythm with people who are of like mind, and that shit is just it's just how it goes. Those are the people you fuck with. Like, yeah, they say don't make mix business and friendship, but business is friendship. And we had that conversation on Twitter a long time ago with somebody who was uh, I guess talking about like yo why why do people always take business so personal? And I was like yo if we doing business, I'm low key. Just from the perspective I'm coming from, I can't speak for everybody else. Y'all may, y'all shit may be set up different, but if we breaking bread, I better fuck with you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I better. It's my job to fuck with you. Yeah, I could fall off. Like, mm. we, fuck all the love and shit. Like, just do it from a like a intellectual standpoint. Like, it's smarter to make sure everybody around you is eating because at you're you're not guaranteed to always eat. So if, yeah, if everybody around you looks good, looks good, bro, you'll never fall. Like everyone will be each other's crutches. Like show you how to do this, son. <laughs> God damn it! This might be rock boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second one, bro. This <laughs> is ten shit. for twenty-eight. But uh, yeah, I just you know. I just, you know, it's, I just think about all the people that I don't really get a time to, like, get a chance to kick it with. Yeah. That I used to, like, you know, I'd be out. I wasn't fucking working all the time. Or, or, you know, when I do get my time off, I'm really trying to focus on my creative endeavors or shit that feeds that. So, other than that, I really don't have time to just bullshit. Like, I just I can't fuck off. It's not interesting to me to bullshit. Yeah. Like, it's not interesting to me to just sit and, like, kick it with a nigga and just talk about nothing. Like. I can do that in the wind, you know what I'm saying? I can do that while I'm writing a rap, while I'm in the studio with like my niggas, or while I'm doing the pod, or before the pod, or during the pod, nigga. What we're doing now, nigga? Like we could do whatever, like. But I, I'll, I like to look back and see the breadcrumbs or, or find leftovers from like my outings and shit. Like, yeah. I want to have leftovers. I want to be like, oh shit, I remember I made that, and it's and it's dope to have that. So everybody mm-hmm. else, where I, it's nothing to show for it after the hang. Niggas always looked at us like, especially in work settings. You think about all the times we've been in studios. Man, like people. we we workaholics compared to niggas. Like they niggas we, get fucked up all night and then cut three songs, cut a video, forget about it, and and work will be done. Like work will be done. Me and this nigga meet in the morning and be like, nigga, nigga, how much shit did we do last night? It's like, oh, nigga, we shot a video, we did this, we did that, but it's like all in the wind, right? And we all just. Fucking, you know, fucking with niggas like it's it's easier to just do that than like. That's why I don't advocate networking. Yeah, because networking you overdoing it. I kind of shit it on Issa Rae uh, or in an early episode, but I think she said this is the realest shit she might have said. It's like people always get focused on networking up. Like you should network across, like around you, like to t- talk to the shit. people you already know. And that's they they might 
be able to add a piece to what you're already doing. And like, that's, you need to stop shooting biggest, for these execs and shit. That's my biggest thing with any creative endeavor. That's why I started, you know, I started doing that. I was like, yo, if you do this, like... You, fuck with the we, people that yeah, fuck with you. Yeah. If they start doing some shit, y'all figure out some shit to do. Yeah. One of the niggas who always does that, shout out Ricky Blue. He does it on a repetitive basis. I don't know how many times I can... I bet every time I've been around this nigga, this nigga says something about, like, what I got going on. And I don't know if it's some sort of... He did that to me, man. Shout out to Ricky Blue. He gave me the best clubhouse introduction Nigga, ever. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. does that shit all the time, bro. Like, it happened when we were in person. Uh, everybody FaceTime. Ricky Blue, I, I don't know how to he describe He's going to be on the podcast. Yeah, he, he got to be. Yeah. yeah, He's been on the podcast. He just but, passed yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't drink with civil rights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lucky we didn't get that selfie. Oh, Ooh, we man. Ooh. Yeah. You get drunk on the next one, bro. You a victim. Mm-hmm. And you're going to drink. Yeah. You have no choice. Uh, but yeah, man, shout out Ricky Blue, man. He's one of the few people that I know that always. And anybody that wants to be a guest, best believe you, you, this, you drinking. Yeah. This, this ain't no, uh, nah, this ain't a campfire. You better, yeah. you, you don't have to get busy to sit on this couch. Real man. shit, I don't drink. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> when the last time you see me drink, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> <In a minute. laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> this for y'all, nigga. What was he talking about? Uh, wash uh, oh, wash moments. My my wash moment. Yeah. I think I was taglining something. Your something. Uh, that you were talking about. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I just you know, if we don't come out with nothing at the end of it, it's just not interesting me to hang. So mm. like, it's not that I cut no niggas off. I, I like I'm so. Sometimes I think, and it's just probably me me overanalyzing shit. It's like I, I don't want niggas to think I don't fuck with them, but it's not that I don't fuck with you. It's just like I'm trying to like. I got shit going on. Make the most out of my time. Yeah. It's like, you know, so what do I look like just going to a random party or doing whatever, just hanging and shit. Like, nigga, we washed, nigga. We, yeah. we, I've hung. Niggas, <laughs> niggas have hung for 400 years and shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Strange fruit. <laughs> <laughs> We're good on that, man. So, yeah. like, it's, it's all about the... Uh, Y'all trying to be Genesis 6 and shit. Yeah, nah, we done that, man, so... We just gonna do fruitful endeavors from now on. Like that's that's where I'm like mm. the most satisfied. Keep your third eye open. I feel good when I come home with a song or a podcast or whatever. Like I feel accomplished for the day. Hey, that's the point, bro. Yeah. Just stay in in rhythm or something. <coughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah, that's my wash moment, man. My wash moment is uh, <coughs> it's just based off of being in Atlanta for a long time and seeing how the social politics work, man, and how how lost <laughs> the new generation is, bro. Internet that made niggas soft. Boy. Uh, so they did a restock on a PS5. Um, I didn't really have a good segue. Uh I, I look like money. It just, it just feels like good. Money. It feels good. <laughs> it feels good Walk to know like that uh, I'm, not, I'm not bitter. Like inside, I don't have to worry about feeling some kind of way because I'm not left out. And I would, I didn't feel no kind of way either way, but because God has finally blessed me with Mm -mm. the ability. God blessing all the trap niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, shout out the future, Mm. man. And it's Sunday. Mm. Gotta give. God blessing all the trap niggas, man. You can finally get a Negro spiritual. (laughs) If there there ever was one, you can finally you can finally feel like the wizard. Feel like you're not. It's like when I bought my first iPhone, man. Like you, you just remember it was different. Like y'all niggas, y'all niggas don't have a full. Y'all got buttons. I got one. 
Bouton. <laughs> Bouton. It's different. It's French. Yeah. Louis Baton. <laughs> Don. Sean, nigga. What the fuck are we talking about? Name it a pop. <laughs> Louis Baton. <laughs> now, yeah. what's crazy is I don't even have no games for this shit. <laughs> This box could be empty, nigga. <laughs> a lot of niggas ain't got that box, though. And that's the difference between us and y'all. Yeah, you got it. Niggas got to fall back, man. This is a very coveted box right here, man. So uh, yeah. shout out to PlayStation. You know what I um, mean? Shout out to all the guys that uh, blessed us with the energy to be able to bring this to fruition. It's that podcast money. Well, yeah. I'm not going to front. We sharing it. But a lot of y'all niggas don't have one. Just let you know, man. The PS5 is in the cipher. Yeah. It feels different. It feels different. Yeah, it feel I, I put on a collar shirt for the PS5. I'm like, I gotta get spiffy for this motherfucker. Yeah, I, because we got a PS5. I'm wearing repetitive shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so when you look back and you confuse this podcast with another podcast where I had a fit on, it's because I'm at that point where I bought a PS5 instead of investing in a new wardrobe. But I'm worth it, bro. Cause I deserve, baby. I deserve. Yep. Yeah, Shout uh, out to Funk. Uh, <laughs> what's the next topic? Uh, Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah. Call for the boycott of himself. Yeah. On Shout Netflix. out to Dave Chappelle. Oh. Man, again. How 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 many moments do you have to have in a row? Dave is giving us moments. He's dog. got. He's low key giving us a Jordan run. Almost. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let me go ahead and knock on wood. I'm so scared for this nigga, man, that he's, he's just saying so much real shit. I'm just scared for this nigga, bro. And I'm not going to say no more than that. I'm just Every time I see a nigga start saying some really real shit, he just yeah. magically end up dead, bro. R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. R.I.P. all the other niggas mm -hmm. that said real shit. That's why I only kind of say real shit. I just say it in a joking fashion. That's why I think Dave used to do it like that. But he's like, now he on some... He said, he said it's crazy. I got to give y'all... A lot of this shit with a punchline on stage just so people pay attention. And then I think they were running uh, after he did. I haven't seen the whole thing. I just caught the clip where he was asking for the boycott of Netflix or the boycott of his show on Netflix. And Netflix actually pulled it down. So shout out to them. You got to talk about how, like, I think white people kind of enjoy niggas making the most out of their pain. They're like, oh, man, he's a good sport. Yep. Pat you on the butt and shit. Give you a million dollars. Tell you to figure out all the problems in the hood with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they won't. They won't put act. You know, and they gonna put you on the pedestal and say like, "Why isn't he doing, doing anything?" It. Yep. That's why I love Dave for being so real about being so transparent about oh, the situation. Oh, that old that old foot shout out to Cat Williams. Also a real nigga in comedy. Definitely. Uh, I. It was Another a. Nigga I think it was in V103 where he was talking about Dave Chappelle and how he called Cat and told him pretty much like, "Yo, they're gonna say I'm on crack and I'm losing my mind." It's like, yo, why would a man with a family go to Africa to smoke crack when it's Detroit, it's Miami, it's you know what I mean, it's Harlem. You could go. Where the go. fuck you gonna find crack in Africa, nigga? That shit don't even make. All sense. All the good crack here, cause yeah. shout out to Ronald Reagan. You want to keep it even realer. I talked to, you know, somebody in London, and they said that they didn't know what the, you know, crack crack was an American drug. 
You know, it was chefed here. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Crack ain't shipped nowhere else. That shit ain't in Africa. But you can think about Cat Williams and all the shit that they try to put him through with the media. And that was after he said a lot of real shit. I remember, I think it was, it's Pimpin' Pimpin'. Yeah. That, that was, he talked about Diddy and all this shit, secret rooms and all this shit. And <laughs> after that, this nigga was just in the media all the time for doing crazy shit. Like, yeah, I think they, I think. Not to say this nigga's not crazy, but. But there is there is a overwhelming where there's smoke. Yeah, there's an overwhelming impression that if you say some real shit, they're gonna suicide you. I like I said before on a previous podcast, they don't have to kill you no more. They just gotta assassinate your character. Yeah. And so people like Dave Chappelle saying all this real shit. I think it was Malcolm X that said, "He who controls the media controls society." Mm. So that's kind of really. And it's crazy that I feel like it's even more so now. Like, I remember, like, talking to a certain rapper, and he was talking about how another rapper just got signed for, like, two mil and shit by, by another rapper. So I'm like, yo, I know the head rapper ain't got two mil to give to a nigga. Like, I know how the rap game works. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's let's be honest. Like... This is not a real contract, man. <laughs> this is for headlines. Yeah. You know, I had to argue a nigga down. It's like, because a nigga, if a nigga never really been in them conversations or had them real conversations with, with people or been around the industry, they have the idealistic. You caught up in the hype. Yeah. You don't necessarily get, know how the conversations really happen. The conversation, like, that, all that shit is supposed to be predatory. It's supposed to make you feel like, nigga, this is the thing to do. Now, honestly, sometimes I feel like America is the whole basis is to feel like I said this shit on another pod. It's like to make you feel like oh, you, you could fucking win the lotto. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah. it be like fame is the new lotto now. Like that's why social media is such a big thing because mm-hmm. it makes it feel like everybody can be famous just through one tweet or one whatever. But if we really think about it with the analytics or like the uh, Algorithm. algorithms, mm-hmm. rather. You know that that shit is still rigged. Mm-hmm. Like, you you got to pay to play. It's just like radio play. Even even worse now. Yeah, they find a way to monetize Cause you get the free flowing creativity. Beat the shit out of a DJ and make him play your shit. But now you can't even do that <laughs> no more. You can't do that. <laughs> you got to find some nigga in China that's got some streaming farm. You got to have a bot. Yeah. You got to have a RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get a Terminator. <laughs> you gotta get T two. <laughs> Judgment Day. <laughs> yeah, man. My, I I forgot what my wall Connor, was. Sarah Connor. Ian. Oh yeah, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't even know where the fuck I went with that. <laughs> He's saying too much real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's the only comedian. He's the only personality that's not out here sucking dick. That's all it is. He's the only person really still kind of sticking to his guns on his views and perspective, and then giving people something to think about in the interim. And and really, it's only this. That's what I mean. Like he kind of on his Jordan run. Cause who else is saying shit right now? Everybody's scared. And everybody and anybody that's and talking about right Dave Chappelle. One of the things that they I say, like right when Jay drop an album, is that Jay Lo keep been saying a lot of real shit in raps, and I'm like, man, how the fuck is he doing this shit? But bro? Jay's one of those artists that I'll be like, yo, you, 
you can only compare him to his shit. You like you don't compare Jay to anybody else that drops around him. You compare Jay to the last Jay album. I only compare There's Dave. I only there. compare comedy based on what Dave Chappelle said. The conver- the conversation we had about the the Saturday Dave Night Chappelle Live monologue. It, monologue. It's comedy to me. You're right. Yeah, like you compare it to what Dave Chappelle does or what Dave Chappelle has said. To me, he's the per- perfect blend of like. Social commentary, silliness, and, you know, like... Taking a stance on what really matters. You know, the thing I always loved about comedy, because it's supposed to be a radical Mm -hmm. art form, like, the same way I always viewed rap. Yeah. So, you know, to me, he's, like, the public enemy, you know, of comedy right now. You know, I wasn't live, or I wasn't popping when uh, public enemy was popping, so... I don't really know what it felt like, but this to me, this feel like that. Like, where the way niggas explained it to me, like it feels like, damn man. When you talk, when you like, see this when motherfucker you see the, is a we, black leader. When you see you the look in somebody's eyes when they talk about Malcolm X or Richard Pryor or some Dave shit. Dave Chappelle is that, and, you, and and then you hear this motherfucker speak, and then you're like, oh okay, everything clicks. Those moments, it's serendipitous almost. Uh, I don't see a difference between. Having a platform, whether it be a soapbox or a pulpit or like stand up, at this point it's about whichever whichever way people are receiving the information. Also, the thing, uh, shout out to Neil Brennan. He said some some real shit, as I mentioned on other podcasts. How Neil feel? Shout out how Neil feel. Just steal his fucking quotes without shouting them out. But um, he talked about how like comedians are kind of like you're starting to see. The, the veil being pulled back when it comes to Hollywood now. Because now COVID hit, so it's no lights, cameras, it's no big studio production. They just got their chest out in their house. Yeah. <laughs> they just, so just going to let some shit yeah. fly. Now you're seeing Matthew McConaughey on a Zoom, and this motherfucker has a white tee on, he don't have makeup on, and the shit's stuttering, and like, what'd you say? And it's like, it's just not a fun experience. But then you can have a comedian who has something really good to say, like something real to say, something interesting to say, yeah, something captivating see, to say, because that's that's their craft. That's you what see they all do. the people who put forth the effort to make these motherfuckers look cool. Yeah. Like, they need a whole setup to do this shit. Nope. Like, not, comedians are used to a mic in a fucking club. There ain't no, it ain't no crazy lights, ain't no smoke bombs, ain't no fucking CGI, ain't none of that shit. It's, it's, real, no it's a real art form. <laughs> you know, that's what used to be so beautiful about rap, but you don't... Honestly, engineering is the CGI of rap. Yeah. Shout out Leo Cohen. Mm, like, cause you could you can engineer a nigga really to a dope verse if you do enough chops and fucking screws and pauses and shit. I mean, shout out. Nah, I ain't no mom. you? I went deeper than you even pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> but I was I was thinking about just the engineering of. The artists themselves. Mm. Mm. Like I was a, just saying on some. I was like, really just like, saying a, like engineering like, session, but you're right. Like engine- the engineering of the engineering of the artist, the background, the, the, the industry the, plant, yeah. the idea or the the construction of an industry plant. You know what's so wild? The thing is so funny about that term, though, is because to me, industry plant is supposed to be what the industry is when you have the appropriate tastemakers. Yeah, installed. when you got people who have ethics in charge yeah so like when someone knows music and we want you you kind of want to filter 
to who's getting signed. You don't just don't want like everybody having the motherfucker access. who took a shit on the toilet while he rapped. And that shit went viral, and yeah. because it went viral. But a nigga who just going in a gas station and steal shit. Yeah, he's just running around. He might play a song in the background because the, the shit got a, a billion zillion plays. You want to sign this nigga for two million? Like that's what destroyed, like you know, that's what destroyed rap. Uh, I don't know what the fuck. What, what were we talking about? Dave oh, still? <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Shout out to Dave Chappelle, man. We get the fuck out of this topic. Uh, what else we got? Oh yeah, 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 so I don't know if we shouting this motherfucker out. Uh, shout out to Slutty Vegan. Yeah. I guess we okay. can do that. That's a good look. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, John Ossoff, uh pulled up. He is the senator, senatorial candidate. Yeah. So uh, uh, you know he's the Democrat in a in Georgia. So you know obviously he has a black following to be expected. So he pulled up on a safe black spot. He basically pulled up Bernie Sanders. Where, he wasn't where? properly social distanced, man. He did have on a mask, but I want to point that out. <laughs> I want to point that he was right up on the people in front of him, and the people behind him was right up on him. So, and and shout out to all y'all motherfuckers all, taking pictures and posing and shit. It's always yeah. It's always two sides to the coin because you could say this motherfucker is like hustling us, man. This motherfucker yep. pulled up at one black spot and niggas like, oh shit. <laughs> Y'all give me consolation <laughs> prizes. Yeah, but uh, another nigga says, uh, "What about the niggas that never pull up?" Yeah, and it, it was it was a uh, I think the Republican candidate. Yeah, he went to Waffle House. No, Denny's Grand Slam or some shit. Yeah, so he didn't even keep it hood. He went to Denny's and was like, "Yo, we getting a Grand Slam like a real American or some shit eating pork." Just like you Cubians. Um <laughs> But it was just like, yo, y'all just now y'all just mudslinging. And it's it's so blatant cause but that, isn't somebody that will say I it, it's really like it's really like somebody'll say some shit and it's like, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. And nobody properly vets it. And like, yeah, this is this don't make us look good in the long run. It's just a rebuttal. Sometimes saying nothing is the best response. I think there's no long run in politics. Nope. Like you do what's like whatever in the moment. What's that say about like, what's that say about the republic at large though? That shit's scary. That's what they had to. They had to acquiesce to our attention span. Yeah. Mm, good point. I don't know if y'all heard that, but yeah, they had to acquiesce to our attention span. Shout out to Taji. But they had to like, yeah, that actually makes perfect sense. So so all the information we get, whether it be from what we may buy as a consumer or what we may decide as far as our government is concerned, is microwaved. Yeah, because as they say, you know, it's programming. So it's, it's designed to make an impact quick and make you make a decision, make you react. That's why I like I like streaming is is actually a blessing because I can just hone into my shit yeah. and I can I can choose content. Oh no, no that's why I don't complain about music anymore because I can just I can curate all the shit I listen yeah. to. I had a conversation with a nigga that was talking about but uh, Tyler the Creator yeah. and his Grammy now and he was like, "Yo, that type of shit, man." Like I don't really and I'm just like, "Yo, you shouldn't complain about music." Because even if it doesn't get a Grammy nod, you can still listen to all the shit that you want to listen to from any era. You you can only listen to the shit that you want to listen to if that's what you want to do. Yeah, you sitting at home worried about what another nigga listen to. That shit weird, man. Like, and there's no demographic anymore. Yeah. Like, whatever's hot. Like, shout out to Griselda. That's not this current era's rap. That's I, not this current era As at I said all. in another pod, like, what makes streaming dope is, like, sometimes you can find an artist... 
And then accidentally you talking to somebody and it's like, oh, you fuck with oh, that. Oh, you fuck with that? It's like, because I know you, you had to find that shit or you, somebody had to put you on. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't on the radio. Or well, you just tuned in. Yeah, like, you, you you looking for good shit. Like, you got the good ear or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, Again, it, shout out Freddie Gibbs. I think that's how me and you kind of ended up like, oh, all right. Like, <laughs> well, of course, we were already talking about Freddie Gibbs and I wasn't listening to him at the time. But I ended up getting the project. Uh, well, I think it was uh, Cold Day in Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And listening to it and be like, oh, all right. Yeah. I, based off the fact that he had an Alley Boy feature and a Crip production. Yeah. So. The Crip production was hard, too. I was like, man, hard. I want them niggas to make man. an album together. Hey, hey, Fre- hey look. Oh, all right. I'm, all right. Yeah, yeah. Call on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Freddie. <laughs> Crip. Yeah, y'all album. need to do an album. Produced by Crip. Yeah. I know Crip to do it. Or maybe he won't, but. I don't know shit about crit. Figure that shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, please. y'all figure it out. Yeah, please. I'm, I'm going to say this on Twitter. I'm going to add both of y'all. Make sure y'all do it. Because <laughs> I, I added Pusha T and Mad Lib, and apparently they got an album coming out. So, so yeah. hey, man. That's I'm, that's I'm the fifth ahead. one. That's I'm the fifth a, draft keep... influences the, <laughs> the world, nigga. I'm going to keep putting this shit in the air, and uh, I don't give a fuck if I get credit for 10 it. 10 for 28. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because I did have a Gorilla Black album. <laughs> So they're not all jams, but hey, man. Five, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he invested. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, Double down draft. Yeah, man. So I don't know how the fuck we got here from John Alsop. Dave Chappelle, bro. Nah, it was Don. Oh, John Alsop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a whole topic behind. Yeah. Uh, hey, Whatever, I, man. I see the panda, bro. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's politics, man. Yeah, we know it's political shit. I get shit. it. And Atlanta, Atlanta's one of those cities now. Like Everybody wants to be... Culturally aware, or or politically aware, rather, and uh, Atlanta's an easy city to pander to too because we got so much black shit around. It's yeah, like, so and it's and, and because there's so much black shit around, it's automatically liberal because white people walk around with white guilt and they carry all that shit because they move in our neighborhoods or historically black areas and all that shit. Like but, niggas don't sell out each other in a second. Yeah, and it's like just because you stand by this one suck ass nigga, man. Don't make you real. Yeah, yeah. like nigga, I don't know that nigga. And make you a fan of celebrity, just yeah. like everything else, because they microwaving all our politics, like they do our entertainment, like they do our, like our purchases, all that shit. Yeah, everything uh, is sold through a screen, so it's controlled now. Like that's why COVID is a kind of funny thing. It's like they doubling down on all that shit. You'll see two commercials back to back. It's like people are more, even more influenced by media than they ever were before. Yeah, shout out Triller. Yeah. Shout out to Triller, man. <laughs> Y'all out, got the man. bag. Yeah. Y'all got the bag this weekend, yeah. man. Hell yeah. Y'all, y'all finagled the bagel. A draw? No, let's wait on it, man. Um, we're going to get more pods, man. More pod for your head top. We'll be back. <laughs> Yeah, man, shout out Trilla again, man. Y'all, y'all got the biggest bag this weekend. Trilla, shout out to Rick Ross, too. Yeah, definitely. One of the worst Rick Ross albums. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> we fought with Rick, Rick Ross. Ross. Yeah, yeah, we fought with Rick Ross. Yeah. That's just, a, well, you know. Yeah. All right. You got better shit. Yeah, we know. <laughs> uh, but the Mike Tyson Roy Jones Jr. fight, man. Uh, probably the most polarizing fight of the century. Not even because of. Them not even because of the main card, yeah. bro. All Everything. right, so so this is why this is the way I broke this topic up. I was like, yo, there are winners and losers of this whole fight, and none of them, neither one of them, were Mike Tyson or Roy Jones Jr. Both so the niggas your, won. Yeah, both <laughs> the niggas won, bro. Yeah. Who do you feel like won? I, I I already know what he's gonna say, but 
based off perspective of the entire thing. Are we saying the entire event? Who the won? entire event. Who won? Who won the largest? My nigga Todd. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, bro. He was taking too long, bro. This nigga was getting too specific. You already know. All right. So Snoop won because. Snoop won easily. Snoop. He about to get like three different shows. Oh, my Snoop. God, bro. Snoop. Snoop. GTN, bro. No. GTN fuck, and no, new CNN. No. Fuck all that other shit. Snoop needs to be hired by TNT. And Snoop should be live live broadcasting some sports events. Like, yeah. that's what we noticed. That's what we... Everybody had the same feeling at the same time. Like, you nigga, knew it. it. But if Snoop don't fucking be, commentate everything that happens a, in sports... It was a thing where... he just loved the nigga voice. He loved the way the nigga he did, The shit. nigga I mean, did UFC been, fights. He did, a, he did a run of the UFC fights. And he was just talking about, damn, he kicked the shit out that nigga. <laughs> and all of it was just Snoop being Snoop watching fights. You know, it goes back to... He my, ain't know nobody's name. It was hilarious. Listen, like... And know, oh, and uh, this is drafting in this little hip hop bag. I'm not gonna do this shit too often, but the reason why I like rap because I can tell a real the reason Snoop got a 30 year career. You think it's because he a lame fuck nigga? It's not Snoop. It's a, he got shit niggas. Everybody wanna be around Snoop, nigga. He like did what Snoop the fuck? Lying, he's Snoop dog. He did bro. Snoop like, Lion and bounce back. He is. A he did a gospel fuck. album and bounce back. He still smoking no, weed. He didn't even ain't no bouncing back. Cussing on paper. Snoop is always on top, bro. Snoop yeah, you right. Been, nigga, you're what? Right. Who career can rival Snoop Snoop Dogg career? You know who? Nobody's career. Nobody. Is even Who's on track? Can, I can give nobody. you. People, I can give you people who are on track. Maybe Drake, bro. The only person that could like even. I was close to not even Snoop. that. I was thinking the Snoop go to China. Everybody know who Snoop Dogg is. I was bro. thinking currency. Snoop is the most nah, no, never. Not not be not based off notoriety, just because rap is so. But I rap mean, is such a big entity I mean, now. But I mean, based on I ethics, mean as far as like like staying relevant, being able to rise your ways, yeah, staying but in I a certain mean pocket, like having the highs and lows that Snoop did, and being Snoop Dogg here, he still Snoop. Drop. No limit. To Basically, this the cash money. Maybe Shaq. He's a rapper. Yeah, no. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Snoop basically just dropped another drop. Is like it's hot, like right now, mm -hmm. because of this fucking commentary on this fight. Now he's the biggest. He back. Other than Nate Robinson getting knocked the fuck out, which we need to get to the next topic or the same topic within the topic. Damn, man, the Knicks <laughs> take another L, man. Nate, bruh. Nate. Nate. <laughs> Nate. Nate. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Nate. We got we got we got to talk about some things. Yo, I didn't even know this fight was happening to the day of. Listen, I didn't know either. We both were on the same shit and I looked at Nate and I looked at the We nigga. immediately thought it was a bad idea. Yep. I don't know how you thought this was a good idea. I was like, man, this nigga about to get knocked the fuck out. It's y'all. He's from Ohio. And I don't know was, people who don't. I don't know people who don't know about. Like, where's Nate Robertson from? Seattle. Yeah, y'all know about y'all know about corn fed corn fed white boy. Like corn fed white boy Jake is a thing. Paul was from Ohio. Yeah. Corn fed white boy is a thing. Yeah. That's that's field nigga strength. It's the same thing. Also, if you have no boxing technique and you just run into motherfuckers, you probably you won't probably get knocked out, my nigga. <laughs> he he would look like it looked like a high school fight where you saw a little nigga with heart. It was like the Rudy effect. And somebody that like knew karate. You just saw his feet. Like somebody that knew really knew karate. You and saw shit. his feet shuffling. <laughs> it looked like a Kevin Hart stand up. 
Shout out to yeah. Kevin Hart. Yeah, that this nigga fights like Kevin Hart, bro. <laughs> he fight like yeah. he fight like <laughs> you stand. You at Kevin Hart stand up. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga, is this a joke? This nigga fell so hard on the mat. I never heard. There were no knockouts in this shit. This He's shit the only nigga like who got WWE, knocked out. WWE, bro. The the how hard the slam was on the mat. Mm. That shit was crazy. It was a point in time where he got knocked out and he got up and the ropes was there and he was like, oh shit, I gotta back up. Like, you were disoriented, bro. It yeah. was probably the worst knockout I saw since the Javante Davis ups, uh, uppercut. Honestly, that shit was worse. Man, it, it's not as bad because that nigga's a boxer. He's a celebrity in that world. Nate Robinson is a celebrity celebrity. Like, he crosses boundaries. So you that get, shit was a world star type knockout. Yeah, it was a world star knockout, definitely. I saw Greg Street. Shout out Greg Street. He tweeted like he was like these niggas in here boxing like they fighting in crucial. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even Jake Paul. Like I feel like Jake Paul had enough. The reason why he knocked him the fuck out because he this motherfucker had, has clearly taken enough boxing classes where he knows this nigga's how been to read. He, done, he done had two bouts prior to yeah. that. The way he knows how to read a motherfucker punches. Once you do that same combination enough, it's like, okay, well, <laughs> you about to go to sleep. If you watch boxing. This shit is ridiculous. What's funny what is the, doing? the reason why I talk about like individual sports as opposed to team sports is because of, like, me and you have talked about fight sports, and you're like, yeah, I don't know shit about boxing. Yeah. I don't know shit about UFC. Yeah. But when you're in a room with people who do, like my, my uncle boxed, nigga. Yeah. Niggas fought people who ranked in the heavyweight division. You can see how... Even Easy they, it is to see the difference between a bum and a nigga yeah, who prepared. For sure. And, like, and when, as soon, Nate as, Robinson soon as Nate was, Robinson came out, he was, was like, boxcar Joe. Like, he, he was, was a bum. Yeah. He was a fucking bum. Yeah. No, no disrespect to Nate Nobody Robinson. used to make fun of like boxers and like they say have like niggas like prop up just random bums. Yeah, you got them, knock them the fuck out. Like, you got them, uh, what you call them? Uh, uh, cardboard champions? Yeah, or the, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's boxcar. <laughs> That's boxcar Joe. <laughs> God damn, Walsh guys. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's all you got those tune up fights and it, it sucks that society's so popularity driven. I saw JID tweet. He was like, "Yeah, this is a celebrity death match." <laughs> and you we gotta see, bring that shit back, bro. Celebrity death match would be so dope in the social media era. Bro. Come on, man. What? You could just have the only thing is like with contracts and their likeness. Nobody's gonna give away their likeness and yeah. all that other. Bullshit. But I think just because of social media, you may be able to do it without their consent. Because mm -hmm. who's licensed? Like you could do a Drewski or a DC just based off the fact that I don't think it's gotten to that. That format, yeah. Like, the NBA, they can license your likeness because they're going to do games. They're going to do all yeah, this I other shit. Yeah, I think probably if you put yourself on Instagram, like, you're... It'll be another conversation to be had. I'm not saying that I advocate that somebody does celebrity Netflix death is just buying and takes, it. And takes the likeness of social media. I'm not advocating that. What if but Netflix I think just bought just, into Instagram and all they did was just use niggas' likeness to put their likeness on Instagram? I'm sure you agree to, like... And they do a show with you. Yeah, and they do your claymation, and we have Celebrity Deathmatch. What if we just did that, Instagram? What if you just listened to the shit I was saying, and we did that, Instagram? Hmm? What if we did that? Facebook. Facebook? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just... You ass nigga. Go ahead and take my idea. Hurry up, man. Come on, man. So you I can bitch. be entertained. You piece of shit, bitch. That's why you ain't get no bitches in, in college, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, all right, well, this pot ain't going nowhere. Damn, we gonna, man. We're going to block, block all this shit out. <laughs> yeah, angry. I don't want to be in beef with Billy. But yeah, uh, Mike Tyson <laughs> and uh, Roy Jones yeah, was a dope-ass anyway, fight. Yeah. I was, feel like it was dope because I got to see two champions. I knew it was going to be like watching them fight in mud. It, uh, it was dope to see them get in the ring together and to see flashes. Snoop had the best takers like when your uncles fight. Yeah, the, the barbecue. Yeah. yeah, That's so basically you, what it was. You got to get somebody Damn, to break man. them up. I'm sure them niggas was really tough back in the day, bro. But now, man. Yeah, now, shit, man, they look ridiculous. Shit, niggas, niggas got slop tops, bro. Yeah, it's all, I, it's all Roy Jones, Roy Jones. It was jo- all the titties I never wanted to see in that fight. <laughs> Mike Tyson was cut up. Don't, I'm not going to flex. No yeah. homo. Mike Tyson was cut the fuck up. Roy but Jones Mike Tyson looked like a heavyweight fighter. Roy Jones. Was cut down. Yeah, he yeah. was He was rounded. <laughs> it, was, it, it reminded me of uh, He looked like Damon Wayans In good. the Great White Hype <laughs> Like where he was like Yo I'm in shape Round <laughs> He still got good technique And, he, and he's still the same Roy Jones I think He's very technically sound Boxing wise Like And I think way, he I think had He came in with a strategy He had to fight The no fight The punches he was doing was, was, yeah. was dope I'm a jab And get the fuck out the way yeah. Cause I ain't about to get hit by none of them motherfuckers. This nigga. And when I expected him to turn up, just based off the way he was fighting, cause he held a lot. Let's just go ahead and address the elephant in the room. But if I'm fighting Mike Tyson, what the fuck do you think I'm gonna do? I'm not. What? Why do I need to do that with you niggas, man? Yeah, I got I heard, kids. Like, the the, the uh, fucking commentator was like, yeah, but like, cause I think I don't know if it was uh, Sugar. I think it was Sugar Ray that said that. Uh, He's like, yeah, this is smart boxing technique. But he was just like, but does that make for a good fight? But it's just like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, but how do you? He got he he got have brain damage. Like, yeah, yeah, nigga, this is my life, nigga. Do you understand what boxing is? Everybody who was everybody who was amping Mike Tyson. When I told niggas that Roy Jones was gonna win, it was based off the angle that he was gonna box this nigga. I didn't expect it to be a a slugfest. I felt like Roy Jones was going to win just because it was going to confuse Mike Tyson because he tends to be a slugger. And with everybody who can't box, you're going to try to go toe-to-toe with this nigga and he's going to knock you the fuck out because he know how to box amongst all the bullshit. But later rounds, you see Mike Tyson get frustrated. Anybody who really pays attention to boxing, you get in them later rounds, nigga, Mike Tyson in deep water. Yeah, and it start, went, and it was too... You start seeing a nigga swing for the fences every time, like... You you see the desperation in the motherfucker's eyes, and and all the great fighters that but, didn't have that desperation that wait, went on to be champions like this is Mayweather or uh, Andre Ward, all of that shit looked effortless. Like you didn't have to make it look like you were panicking. Even in this fight, Roy Jones and Mike Tyson Mike were great started, fighters, but they looked like they was they was trying to edge that shit out. Hence yeah. the draw. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to say is like I think we all gotta applaud Mike Tyson's growth, the way he was. A hundred percent. That shit honestly was beautiful to me, man. Like I could have shed a tear to that shit. He like he really gave Roy Jones a dab. He wanted to do again. I can tell Mike really enjoyed that yeah. fight. Like he was, it looked like a milestone for him based on what he's bro. been through. Yeah, because you look at you even look, look like that definitely was. Bro. Mike Tyson was, has been very he's been very public in a sense where if you've been paying attention to Mike Tyson, you can really see the real change in Mike. He'll bro. talk to people who he feels comfortable with and give them the gems that. Like, we talked about it that night how. Dope hot boxing yeah, is. Yeah, hot boxing with Mike Tyson, bro. Like, I've been talking about this shit. But like, before that, with Joe Rogan, the conversation he had with, uh, who was the other motherfucker? He, he had a conversation with Zab Judah via Vlad. Uh, and he was talking about, 
like real rap shit. And one of the conversations he said, apparently he uh, you guys said that he robbed his his mom of her earrings, and he was like, he was like, well, he was like, tell you God come see me. If he see me, tell him ask me for the money because I'm rich now. Like if his mom had earrings, she had more. Y'all had more money than me. And you look at and it I'm like, looking at I'm looking at this thing, and this is before the fight. Like apparently this shit happened right under our nose. It was like four days ago. But I'm looking at it like, damn, bro. Like Mike Tyson, and t- he told other heavyweight fighters, people who could beat him up, y'all eat your children. And now he's out here telling people like, y'all give you the money back. I give you the money back if it mean that much to you. Like, on, on a public platform, on the same platform where he was like, yo, like, like yo, yo I no, fuck you on. and make you love me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fell in love with Mike Tyson like the when uh, the moment I like saw the one man show on HBO. Man, that shit was so dope. So dope, man. It was like, so dope. To that see. and the documentary was hard too. The uh the shit where it was just a cut up of his interviews and quotes that he gave. I don't remember who did it. They had a lot of 2020 Robin Given shit in there. It was kind of hilarious. Mike um, Tyson, like, I can even tell before the fight. Like, he really enjoyed, like, kicking it with Jim Gray. Like, he enjoyed the whole process. And, like, that was beautiful for me. Like, just see Mike Tyson enjoying the process. Like, as a nigga who, like, had- He got his flowers while he could still smell them. He and I felt like he was a gracious champion because everybody knew he was the overall favorite. We watched the whole fight. They it's had his league. They is it's it? My, yeah, it's it's Mike Tyson's uh Legends League. Like it's uh, his league. Like so I mean it is what it is. So like Damn man, shout out Mike, man. That makes it even, that makes it even more sentimental. And think about like the you know the, the fact that Jim Gray wanted to come there and like be a part they of it. And Michael Buffer do the announcement. Yeah. I'm sure both them niggas like probably fuck dirty sluts and they probably needed the money, but maybe they got a really bad fuck. coke habit. Yeah. Maybe they really fuck with Mike Tyson, you know what I mean? Man, Mike Tyson's just a real nigga, and you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta answer when he calls. You gotta be a part of this moment, right? Because wherever the moment is, it's gonna be the most talked about thing of the weekend. And you gonna be a hater. Yep. Yeah. So shout out to uh, Mike Tyson, man. Um, a great fight. Great overall, fight. A great fight great overall. Fight. I think both Roy Jones and Mike Tyson won that fight. Yeah. Yeah. They were the overall winners, but Snoop Dogg, like you said, is definitely the grand champ. Nate Robinson is the biggest loser. Uh, yeah. Biggest loser. Biggest loser. That shit crazy. Yeah, uh, Nate. It's nothing. It's nothing against it's taking. Nothing I can say yeah. that Twitter ain't already said. Yeah. To be honest, the bro. memes going crazy. Yeah, it's the ugly out here, crazy, bro. bro. It's a challenge. It's really my worst nightmare. Yeah. It, I, it, what's What's it got to be like to get in the car and have your significant other turn to tell you like, yo, whatever you do, please. You low key got to. Please don't go on Twitter. You got to murk that. Yo, 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 for real, for real. Yo, whatever you do. Don't give me your phone. <laughs> you you can't go on Twitter. A, how long? A year? Six months. You can peek your head out. Pause. <laughs> you can prairie dog. <laughs> it was the it was the ugliest boxing match. I, the I ugliest seen. nigga. I I'm I like, don't know how the nigga. Man, he was lumped up, like he lumped them up. Yeah, that shit was bad, man. I really, I, I can't say too much about it. Like I said, I, I, Twitter ain't already said, man. man that shit, shit just bad. bad. Shout out to Nate Robinson, man. Shout out to Nate, man. Get well soon, man. Yeah. <laughs> Real shit, bro. That shit was, I was, just, I was Just fight somebody in your weight class, bro. I was I'm not even saying, I'm not even no, saying you can't no, box. No, 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 you can't box. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying you can't box. You can, you can fight, probably. You probably beat my ass, but you cannot box, dog. Boxing and fighting, two different things. And I think no, no, no. I disagree entirely. 
I oh, would say yeah. Kimbo Slice would agree with you. <laughs> I disagree entirely. I think I think Shout out to Kimbo. Give Slice. it some more training. All right, with a Kimbo loss, Slice. with a loss like this, give it some more training. Is Kimbo and somebody, Slice still alive? No, he died. Yeah, R.P. Kimbo Slice. Give it some more training and somebody in his weight class. He'll get. I don't know. I mean, I think I mean, he probably actually be a. Good, I mean, a he's an boxer. athlete, so I won't put nothing behind him. But he cannot box. At the this nigga moment. was fighting a nigga that's six one on paper in a, in a legends league. So you agree? And with he's his, fight, and he's five nine. So you agree with his technique? No, I don't agree with his technique. But I do think technique is tailored to the type of person you're fighting. I'm not gonna fight a little nigga like I would a six four nigga. So you would fight a six four nigga like that if you was a little nigga. If I was a little nigga, I wouldn't be fighting a six four nigga because I wouldn't be fighting but, a nigga that's not in my weight class. But if you, if you had, in a boxing well, match, he was a six four. In the street, in a street First match, all, he was six one. And no, 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 but I, based on my height, was what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm saying, and I did compare. You, no, you're five nine. Would you fight a nigga like that if if you're fighting a six one nigga? No. All right. It was it was bad technique, bro. It was just his feet, man. The feet is what it was killed everything. Me. It was no defense. It was everything. It was the same combination he kept throwing. It was no combination. He threw one punch. It wasn't a combination. And tried a, and tried to lead in. Like he was he was he was swinging for the fences from was, round one. If it was a UFC fight, he might have won. No, no, no. He wouldn't have won. He Somebody who was technically yeah, he might have died. Efficient, yeah. yeah, he would have got killed. But I don't, yeah, because I, yeah, I don't know if Jake Paul. Does the UFC? It's ten fight. ounce gloves and it's a knee to the face instead of just yeah, a glove. That shit would have been terrible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, shout out to Nate Robinson. Yeah, R.I.P. Nate you Robinson. Got your ass <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. I got a uh, piss. Yeah, same. Right. Uh, Let's take a pause. Yeah. All right, man. We'll be back, man. Uh, Technical difficulties. Yeah. Hey, hey, right. hey, hey. I, I, I was supposed to stop doing hey hey hey's. <laughs> I still think we fat Albert in the junkyard game. Is that where hey 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 came from? Yeah, uh, I, don't know. I just be saying shit sometimes. I don't know. Shout out. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> 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 fat Albert. <laughs> Mushmouth. Shout out them niggas, man. Shout out. <laughs> Damn, we went full circle from LL back to LL. Damn. Nah, back to Damon John. Fuck yeah. LL. Okay, Damn. all right. LL Shark LL Tank, queen. nigga. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. um, <laughs> We gonna get the fuck out of here, to, yeah, before we, before we ruin all our credibility. <laughs> if we ever had any. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. If we had any, too late. Yeah, fuck credibility. Uh, We gonna get into what I've been watching. Okay. Shout out to the Animaniacs, man. Like, uh, you know. This could be a. <laughs> I grew up on the Animaniacs. Yeah, so we can do like, deep, We got to do a deep dive on Animaniacs later. Eventually, yeah. But Animaniacs, I don't know if like niggas was around for this, but it's definitely like could been a watch moment, like if we wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just really dope. It's like the. It's kind of like social commentary for kids. It was definitely social commentary for kids, for kids who were left in front of the TV specifically. Yeah. Because I. We talked about it all the stuff that's missing, bridges. all the stuff that all the stuff that's missing from this new one, like the good pigeons and the hello nurse. Yeah, we got a lot of the nuance from what Hollywood was because they were on a Hollywood studio lot, based mm-hmm. off of Animaniacs. Yeah, for sure. Like the, probably the first sketch comedy animation show. Yeah, ever yeah. you. Made, do, right? I think you described it yeah. via like our group chat. Te- our group chat. It was a sketch comedy via animation, and I, and I had a conversation with somebody about. Uh, 
Why Animaniacs is dope is because you can do a lot of social commentary via actors who are popular and get a lot of get a lot of eyes. But you can't say well, this shit Warner really Brothers. Needs to be said. So like they got all the licenses to do everything, all yeah. the parodies. But not even that. What I was saying was, what I was saying was, hold on, hold on, before I lose it, before I lose it. Uh, cartoons have a different effect because you can do wilder shit with cartoons. How so you cartoons can, are made. Damn, you can do wilder shit with cartoons that helps drive the point home even more effectively. I'm not going. It's no, yeah. it's no spoiler alert, but they've got one called uh, Bun Control, and it's about bunnies. It's about there being too many bunnies on the 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 Warner Brothers lot, and they just keep calling them buns, 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 buns. Everybody's got buns, and they're giving them out. And the tight when you really, I, I watched the episode twice because it was so dope. Cause they were like in the end of the episode, they're like, they're like, oh, I get it. Bunnies is a parody about shoes, <laughs> and Yakko is like, yeah, cause the American public has too many shoes, and there's an epidemic of shoe violence. Mm. Animaniacs, the new Animaniacs is dope. Yeah. <laughs> the new Animaniacs is really, really dope. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I never realized it was presented by Steven Spielberg. Like, he really put his stamp on it. So, yeah. like, when I saw the prelude with the Jurassic Park shit, I was like, <sighs> bruh. That's why you got to go back and watch the old joints, bruh. Yeah, that's I, like, I, I went, I been. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. They've been on Hulu. That's yeah, the old joints yeah, yeah, yeah. been on Hulu from 1993. Yeah, nigga washed. Yep, yep. 1993. Washed. Yep. <laughs> this nigga watched it. For real. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I watched In the Maniacs. Uh, I watched this Alan Iverson. Basically, uh, shout out to Bill Simmons. I really shouldn't shout this nigga out, but uh, shout out Bill Simmons. It's, uh, they basically do like an hour and 30 minute podcast about Allen Iverson. And it was just kind of cool to just see like, you know, a lot of shit that niggas never talk about. Like the time he almost got traded before the MVP season. Uh just like a little, sh- lot of little shit. Iverson fans were like, I don't know. It's something I thought was really dope. Mm-hmm. Also, I watched this Marion Marion Barry documentary on who? Uh, no, it's on Amazon Prime. Honestly, man, I have a totally different opinion about Marion Barry now. Marion Barry might been a real nigga. Might have been a real nigga. The way we talked about the way a media assassinates your character. I'm not saying that it, obviously the media didn't make this motherfucker smoke crack, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> bitch set me up <laughs> Man I-, I could get a shirt With that shit on it <laughs> <laughs> Nigga that's life yeah, <laughs> If you a black man In America yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bitch set you up Yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I ain't wanna shout Nobody out Hey ladies <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that Where it is Jesus <laughs> But yeah, man, yeah, shout out to Mary and Barry, yeah, man. Anyway, man that's, that's all I got for what I've been watching and what I've been listening to. Uh, we can just... One at a time, bro. We all got right, to trade right, off. All right, cool. All Go right. ahead. What you been watching? Uh, I watched. I did also watch another biopic on um, well, Blackbeard. I kind of got into Pirates. Pirates was OG scammers, bro. Like, they were just... Pirate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pinky up. Pirate. Uh-huh. Pirate. My bad. They was, they was the first scammers. <laughs> I, I, damn, and they had parrots. Ooh, keep your third eye open. open. You got to think about it, Where man. Where my melanin at? 
<laughs> anyway, Africa, we need you in these analytics, man. Yeah, <laughs> Y'all I'm missing waiting. out. <laughs> but no, nah, I watched uh, a uh, a lot of YouTube documentaries, uh, biopics. Uh, I watched Tenet again. It's just as confusing. Christopher Nolan has a niche, and it's just he's the he's our generation's M Night Shyamalan. I'm not supposed to understand what the fuck he did. It's just supposed to be visually stimulating. The switch. Is he tweets? What is what he tweets? <laughs> Where's Robot Chicken at? That's who needs to do celebrity deathmatch. That lucky was Adult Swim. It already yeah, was. that's already damn. All right, maybe we late because they definitely they were the missing link. Yeah, <laughs> um, but Actually yeah, did it better. Definitely Keep a lot better. Um, it, if you think about the arc of Robot Chicken and how oh, early they, they were so on shit. shit with the Transformers, man. Shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so much hilarious. He Man shit. He Man, yeah, He Man oh shit God. was hilarious. Yeah, the uh, Corys. The Corey shit that they did. Oh, where's Robot Chicken at? Uh, we gotta find. I gotta find that. I gotta stream that. Now yeah. I gotta go through. Now all, we gotta go through Robot. Robot Chicken. I hope it's on Hulu. Watch guys got to do a breakdown on cartoons. We a lot do of Animaniacs. Car- oh yeah. We're gonna okay, do so we wanted to do top five. Yeah. We, 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 I wanted to do top five '90s cartoons, but I'm gonna do my. We'll research. respect it. Yeah, we'll yeah, respect. I'm it really gonna it. respect that topic because that's what we do. Um, I watched. What else did I watch this week? Uh, I watched Tenant. Like I said, it was just as, as confusing before. Christopher Nolan is just about spin. That's all. That's all his genre is. If you just want to sit down and be frustrated about a movie, but not be mad at it, watch a Christopher Nolan film. Uh, it, without without a script, without a predetermined script like Batman, you're gonna be fucked in the game. Inception still don't make sense. It makes Man. sense, but it's so many different angles. Like What's why? Crazy was, is though. Every time I, I watch go- Inception, it's like every like I do acid. Like what the fuck? Man? What? Like, why? I, why does this make s- my brain? It like, makes sense, but it don't. Yeah. Like, why would you even do that shit? It's a I, dream inside a mystery. It's <laughs> almost like of a puzzle. It's almost like when you got to the end of what. Also, another movie based on dreams. What dreams may come. It's like, yo, what the fuck is the point? What the fuck? Like, why do we go through this two hours and forty five minutes? Of it's agony. Just, it's just all confusion, nigga. Yeah, it's all spin, man. So fuck Christopher Nolan, man. That movie was great. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna buy the shit. I love all the Batman films. Too. I love. I love all of them. Christopher Nolan don't miss for real. Inception is still a great film. Um, Never be a Batman like him. Like yeah, it. ever. It's, it, I'm sad you're uh, going. Uh, sad. Uh, that Superman was terrible though. Did he do that too? Yeah, he did. He did one of the Supermans. Man, what was it? Yeah. Oh, that was Zack Snyder. I'm no, sorry. Zack Snyder did. Uh, he did Men of Steel too. I what thought he, he did the, uh, the Justice League. Justice League. Yeah. Oh, it was he Zack Snyder? League, he was yeah. the bootleg. The still, uh, no, but that he didn't even do it. Like the the version that he did. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's still been begging for the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Really? Yeah. It's official. Did he do it? Right Who did this new Wonder Woman? All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, what else did I watch this week? Um, I think that was really it. Uh, it was some shit I watched, but I, I, I always get uh, stupid brain farts on the pod. Um, we can do what we've been listening to. Uh, before my phone die. Let me get that shit out. Go Pause. ahead. Uh, Pamela Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patty Jenkins. I remember it was a woman. It was a big deal. Uh, shout out to Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman. Anyway, shout out to Two Chains. Mm. I've still been listening to So Help Me God. Great album. I love the album. Uh, like I said before, uh, Save Me featuring NBA Youngboy, Moneymaker. Featuring Lil Wayne, Can't Go For That. Featuring Lil Duval. No can do, nigga! Quarantine Dick featuring Mulatto. Yo, Mulatto. Mulatto. Mulatto went crazy, bro. Crazy. Mulatto Mulatto got bars, bro. I'm fucking with Mulatto. I can't even lie, bro. And it's dope to see somebody from Atlanta kind of do it. Man, the the way she she kicked that shit from the south side, bro. I love that shit, bro. That was my feature with Gucci. Like, all all of her packaging look real good. Yeah, I like Mulatto, man. She She fire. So, uh, YRB featuring Rick Ross and Schooly. I fuck with that shit. Wait for you to die 55 times. I'm sure I say all these songs before, but I really want to reiterate because I feel like that album is really being slept on right now. So, let's talk about it why it's like, you know, fresh in niggas' ears. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I've been, I'll double back to the wave pack. So shout out to Max B. Free the wave. Yeah, free to wave, blow me a dove, baby. I wonder, sexy love, porno music, uh, live comfortable. It's crazy. Picture me rolling, lip sync. Oh yeah. Uh, side note: Jim Jones and uh, French just patched it up, so I'm assuming uh, Max and uh, Jim patched it up. So shout out to them. <laughs> That's crazy how you real you a real dipset historian. I man. still be paying attention, bro. I you see, know, man. You know, I'm still on it, but I'm still listening to Chunk. Cause I too. saw it too. I just didn't know how to weave it in. That's yeah. crazy. Hey, it meant something to me. Yeah. I, I, I shed a thug tear. Yeah, shout out to Russ. Uh, I'm still listening to Chop. Uh, he got a really dope joint with Absol. I love that shit. I like lining them up with Busta Rhymes. I like Momentum, produced by Bitch. Uh, uh, Benny, uh, Benny, we're gonna bleep that. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna bleep that. <laughs> I had butcher. that same conversation this week. That's crazy. We'll illustrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bitch. Yeah, we can keep bleeping this shit. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, bitch produce momentum <laughs> featuring Black Thought and Benny the Butcher. I really enjoyed that song. Who Want What featuring Absol. Absol got a crazy verse on that. And uh, line them up. Featuring Busta Rhymes. Shout out to Chomp. Shout out to Russ, man. No, I don't usually champion white rappers, but here we go. <laughs> um, Conservative draft. <laughs> Confederate draft. Confederate draft. <laughs> <laughs> you going to go all the way right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Juicy J. I haven't really gotten to this album, but I just want to shout out Juicy J because he a legend. Uh, the Hustle continues. He just dropped the album. He got features like Lil Baby, 2 Chains, ASAP Rocky, Conway, Young Dolph. Project Pat. <laughs> J-Rock. I was about to say this bitch-ass nigga, man. But you're going to bleep that too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that nigga. It's go about on. that time. Fuck Go on. A lot of bleeps. <laughs> Whole lot of bleep shit. <laughs> Uh, all right, I've been listening to Playboy Cardi. Uh, I hear there's an album getting ready to drop. Um, Dialet, I really fuck with Dialet, man. Uh, is, 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 are you serious? I feel like he's gonna drop it, man. I feel like Christmas, 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 bro. Uh, I've been fucking with Dialet, uh, long time intro. Um, I fuck with Poke It Out. It's one of my guilty pleasures, and awesome. it has nothing to do with. 
It has nothing to do with uh Nicki Minaj. Nigga, fuck it. I fuck with the song, nigga. Poke it out, nigga. <laughs> Don't ever look at me and say that shit, bro. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't look at you first nah, of all. Right, I had, I looked right at the ottoman. <laughs> Cause niggas getting money. I can I can see a bitch on that ottoman poking it out. So I, 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 I like, feel you, bro. Just, yeah. I mean, I ain't mad I, at you, bro. I'm just, I, Nicki Minaj had nothing to do with that song. I, I, just, like, I didn't say nothing about it. I feel it. like Cardi's verse got Cardi's verse has honorable mention. All right. It's a it's a good song for a single. We talked hey, about early hey, on hey, on, hey, on Chatty House. Hey, hey, I champion. All right. All right, that's just that's just All right. <laughs> I champion. All right. Hey, women, hey, hey, the black hey, man's hey, gone. Hey, all right. <laughs> I champion women, man. So, as I said in the last podcast, I love women, man. I live I live my life for women. Yeah, definitely. Um I would die for any woman on this Flatbed freestyle, no time. Uh, Playboy Cardi, shout out to you. Uh, what shout else? Playboy Cardi, man. Mordecai. Flatbed uh, freestyle is basically a pla- uh, like a classic song. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Mordecai album by Karunga Ben. Uh, I've been listening to First Class on repeat. Uh, I'm not going to tell niggas why, but y'all pay attention. Uh, if you're reading this too late, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late by Drake. I've been listening to Legend and a lot of like the first six songs just so I can see if I can hear what Quentin Miller did. I can't even front. I fuck with the style that that album was written in. And so it's not even about it's not even about the flex that he had Ghostwriters. It's just about the the piece in itself and how they fit together. Honestly, uh, like you can say what you want about Ghostwriters and uh I guess it's gonna be my first time flagging for Drake, but uh, it's something to be said. Like Neil Brennan said, like, uh-huh. all right, just another Neil Brennan quote, but he's like, yo, I've written for Chris Rock, I've written for Ellen, I've written for Dave Chappelle, but you would pay like a hundred dollars to hear these same words spoken by those people. Mm-hmm. It's something to be said about that. Yeah, the, I also think there's a certain. I think Drake has vocal talent. Like there's a thing to be said be, about the recognition of talent in other realms, and and, and having saying, the ear to this to the, be like, yo, this, this just needs to be tuned a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, and all artists are selfish. Like the whole the act of art I mean, is. I mean, I don't know. Like if you, if a motherfucker came to you as a writer, we don't even know how this nigga came to Drake. Like we want. No, no, no I'm not even saying that. But I, I'm just talking about as an artist. If somebody brought me some shit that I knew was gold, I would want something to do with it. The extent that I'd want something to do with it has a lot to do with like how I feel about what I'm doing at that time. But for certain artists, you assimilate and you you want to keep that shit close. Like Jay said the shit. Like, yo, know, it's a nigga out there sitting at his... At, at I'm going to sign a nigga. Yeah, I'm going to sign a nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Listen to my shit like, yeah, and I'm about to out-rap this nigga. Like, yeah, I'm going to sign a nigga. That's the... That's the ethics of the game right now. That's good business. Anyway, uh, we are washed but not washed up. Washed but not washed up. Uh, uh, I am Draft. He is showing MC. Uh, like, subscribe, go- share. We did a black roll call shit last week. Like y'all know what it is. Yeah, we'll man. get back with you. I know with who we fuck with. Uh, also, if you got a like a black business and you want to be mentioned on the podcast, email uh, washguardspc at gmail. Yeah, we, we got definitely mentioned you. You know what I'm saying? We fuck with uh, black businesses. We definitely need more of those. So, nope. just let me know. Like, like if you feel like you've been left out on some of the black business roll calls, just let me know. Yeah, shout us out, man. Please, it, it's a uh, all all it's good an work. Open forum. Yeah, all good work, man. Yeah. 
But yeah, uh, wash never washed up. Uh, shout out to No Limit Exposure. No, no limit, limit Exposure. exposure no, no Limit, limit. Exposure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are washed but not washed up. Y'all stay black. Yeah.